Hey, y'all. Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads podcast. Um, very excited for our episode this week. We had our uh, probably most influential guest we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we had Travis Lyles here on the episode. And honestly, I've been looking forward to having him as a guest. For sure. Since we, we started this and even even had the idea of it, not even necessarily started, started recording. I knew he would have a, a ton of good input, you know, yep. stories. Even slid in a couple good jokes there on it. God, slipped so, one right past us again. We're gonna yeah. have to figure out how to pick up dad jokes. I, I, I know. We're, we're, you, or at least me. You got it. You're missed, some rookies over here on the dad <laughs> joke side. Like, well, we, we nailed one today. But, yeah, we 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 both. Uh, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. we did good on the dad jokes today. So uh, hey, way to go, dad. Um, so we've again got a really exciting episode for you here today. So hope you uh, enjoy it. And uh, here we go. Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young, fearless leader and co-host, girl dad and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we start today's episode, please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore shooting guard from small town Missouri. He wishes he was a first team All-American, but instead, he is the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic father of two and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Derek Cheney. How are you, DC? Doing good, doing good. Thanks again for the for the invite. Um, <laughs> In the introduction there. Um, that was better this week. It was. You did good. That, I cut out a know, lot of the crap. The, um, <laughs> there was a lot yeah. of just extra junk in there. That got rid, of, got rid of the ums, the pauses. You know, you did, did, <laughs> did good, did good. But uh, but no, um, yeah, me, I just uh, actually just got back from a week-long vacation. Um, Sunny Mexico. That, I'm uh, Yeah, in Mexico. Um, and so I was away from the wife and kids for seven days. So I am pumped to be back. I was ready to be back after like day two um i can't believe missing, you're here missing the little guys missing my wife but i'm even more pumped about our guest this week yeah we are having awesome guest um travis lyles you know uh we've known travis for quite a while we've yeah. all, we were all friends well before we were all married mm -hmm. you know definitely before we had kids oh yeah um so uh so yeah known him for a while uh have some great stories on him he has some great stories on us but uh, and now we're gonna put him on camera. And now we're gonna put him on camera. <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. But, uh, what's, what's the but worst yeah, that can Travis, happen? you know, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell us a little bit, you know, about yourself, uh, what it is you do. Give us your dad resume. You know, tell us how many kids you have, ages, which one's your favorite. You know, just kind of go from there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Thirty-four years old, uh, <laughs> five oh, nine and uh, a half. Um, yeah, buck 80, uh, not a shooting guard, um, <laughs> from Springfield. Uh, yeah, we met, you know, yeah, but you're on the all hustle team, oh, dude, oh, definitely all hustle Cap for captain sure. Of I'm hard work. I, you, yeah, the, the five spot on the all hustle yeah, team, I'm exactly. pretty sure. Um, but no, yeah, we, we have known each other for, I mean, it's been over a decade now. Yeah, I mean, almost. Least, yeah. I'm trying to think of, uh, you and I've known each other since high school, yeah. but we were in Rotaract in the mid 2010s yeah. like 2012 13 14 ish no we've been we're rolling on that decade time frame i think mm -hmm. um but uh work here in town um work with forvis uh, wealth advisors forest private client um financial advisor by day uh parent of two by night um my wife madeline uh we've been uh, together for for nine years now i think i've uh, been married since 2018 um got two little kiddos 
Um, dad resume. I got so I got a two and a half year old uh, girl, uh, Emmy, my three month old son, Harrison. Um, they all still have their limbs and appendages. So <laughs> success, uh, dad you know, win. Dad win. Um, uh, can change can change diapers pretty pretty well. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, can parent too while my wife's away. So like I feel you know they're surviving still. So I feel like yeah, you know, resume is all right. It's a it's all right. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, we're. Super glad you're here. We, I mean, one of the reasons why we wanted to do this podcast is that we found that as our buddies have gotten older and as our families have grown, we have less and less time to spend together outside of just, you know, doing networking junk and stuff around town. So this opportunity to hang out and drink a couple of coffees um, while we talk about stupid dad stuff, uh, this was exactly why we wanted to do this. So we're super glad you're here. Um Figured we'd jump right into it. We don't have a solid agenda or anything, but we always have a couple of things we like to talk about every week. First and foremost, mm. and this one will strike near and dear to your heart because I think you experience the same things we do. Um, we like to start with tantrum of the week. Mm. I know. Uh, mm. Or the day. Or the day. Yeah, yeah true. I mean, sure. week, day, hour, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to come out later, but it is actually just a day before Halloween. So, excuse me, it's the 30th today. Um, so we were trying to get Elsie set up yesterday, trying to get her in her Halloween costume. Um, I'm really excited about it. She's a little alien with a little flying saucer that goes around her waist and the flying saucer lights up and it's got a little green hood thing that goes over her. Um, our tantrum of the week is that we're not going to get to wear that costume because she will not. Um, I, I have not. So if you guys have advice on how to convince your toddler to do something that they don't want to do, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Because right now, That's a hard sell. we're going to have to figure out something else for her to wear because she is flat out refusing. Mm. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Mm. That's tough. You don't, mm. you, do you have any tantrums this week? Anything that you've dealt with? Anything uh, jarring? Uh, really putting you on the spot here. Sorry about well, that. Well, no, no. Uh, it's hard, hard, to, hard to say because you, know, you get tantrums every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's trying to put, measure them on a scale. So <laughs> uh, we could go with just the, night, the nightly ritual tantrum, which is, you know, I don't want to put on my pajamas unless I've picked them out. You know, I'm putting them on at my own leisure, and I've also run three laps around the house before they come on. Um, but no, you know, I can't think of anything specific. Uh, and the three-month-old Harrison's too small for tantrums. Right. You know, he's just in his uh, nurse nurse poop and and sleepy phase. Yeah, you're in the golden phase. It is. It's great. He can't even roll over yet, right? Yeah, so the the, yeah stationary they can't phase. move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's. I didn't know it until we were out of it, but that was the really exciting time. Yeah. Um, Cameron Cassad was a recent guest, and he one of his favorite, like his dad hack was when you're have just one kid, and they're in that I can't move stage, leave the house, <laughs> go on dates, go go to happy hour, like leave the house, with, not take your kid with you, don't just leave them at home, but like go somewhere because they can't run away yeah. at, at the restaurant or wherever you're going to Probably sit, be sleeping the whole time, yeah. exactly. I mean, yeah. And Springfield with as many awesome outdoor breweries as we got, you can just go set out there and hang out. Yep. Yeah. Um, do you have any? Well, well, you, you were you know, gone. Yeah, I just mentioned I would, I've been gone for the last. Seven so yeah, that days. didn't really so, that doesn't work. Uh, I actually avoided seven days worth of tantrums there. So <laughs> I'm jealous. I'm going to get so many probably this afternoon and <laughs> this whole week. Um, but it did it did make me think back um, on a conversation that I actually had with Travis a while ago, and we brought it up on our very first episode. Yeah. And Travis, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, it was at um, a Good Morning Springfield. I think it was like back in February. I mean, you hadn't seen each other for a while, so we were just catching up, you know, sharing dad stories. 
Um, and it was uh, it was a very important conversation, I guess, for my parental mental health. Which uh, is a coin, a term yeah, we're going to coin. I, we're trade, we're going to trademarking that. that. Uh, but you were talking about, and I hadn't said anything. You well, you, you you started the uh, the conversation, and you're you're talking about how. Emmy was just going through like all these like tantrums, you know, these unprovoked tantrums and you can't really do anything to, you know, calm her down. You just have to kind of wait it out. And I remember you saying something like, yeah, we just got to where we'd time them and see how long they lasted. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. And so as you're telling, telling me this, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, man, I'm going through this exact same thing at mm. this exact same time. Like Liam's doing all this same stuff. And before you told me that story, you know, you're thinking to yourself as a parent, you're like, oh man, like, what am I doing wrong, right? Um, you know, what what do I need to change? But then hearing you tell that, I'm like, oh man, it's just like such a relief. I'm like, there's other guys out there that are going through the same shit I'm going through. Like, I mean, I know the situation sucked for both of us, but, but <laughs> at least you can commiserate in but the But hearing suck. you talk about it just made me feel, uh, you know, again, so good and, and, and such a big relief. So, uh, so yeah, I appreciate you, uh, you, you sharing that story with yeah. me. Yeah, in many ways, you, sure. you are the, the reason why we're doing this. Yeah. So whether you know it or not, you're one of the main reasons that we're doing this because that was we want to give dads a chance to talk about this kind of stuff, whether it's funny or it's not funny. And I'd like to apologize to all of your listeners out there <laughs> for, for having any role right, in creating yeah. this. This is your fault. Uh, uh, we're going to send any complaint yeah. and hate mail to your house. Yeah, um, fair, yeah fair. all the negative comments. Um, so... Done tantrum of the weekday year. Um, what about a dad hack? Do you have any like specific things? I'm trying to think of. You know, we talked about a few things that you had mm-hmm. on your list um, ahead of this podcast, but you know, some of the dad hacks. One of the ones that I thought of this week was investing in a pair of noise ha- canceling headphones, um, but not just so you can drown out your kids. Like you actually still need to pay attention to your children. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean it. I'm serious. Where are you going with this? <laughs> Where are you going with this? It's not. Yeah. Actually, my notes say invest in a no- pair of noise canceling headphones, but not for the reason you think. Um, <laughs> so it's it's not just to drown your children out. Um, when we were trying to get Elsie to sleep through the night, the only way we could finally get it done was if I got a noise pair of canceling. He- excuse me, a pair of noise canceling headphones and popped them in Liv's ears, and then like sent her to a different part of the house so that she didn't have to hear right. Elsie screaming mm, because inevitably the the screaming munchkin whether it's mom dad or both you've it's the hardest thing to listen to in the world I think you could both probably attest to the for sure. I mean that's yep. that's been the hardest thing at least for me personally so the noise canceling headphones were key um, so that only one of us had to suffer through um, that okay you were just going to we're going to have to cry a little bit I promise and the we did it for 15 minutes and she fell asleep. Mm. So it was perfect. But noise canceling headphones are a must for me. That's that's one of mine. Do you have any any dad hacks that you like, Trav? Uh, my favorite dad hack is my wife. Um, <laughs> the, the, the end of the day, marry a really good mom. At the end of the yeah, day, yeah. I'm just like, all right, I'm out, Maddie. You're up. Yeah, yeah. Um, marry a really you know, really good mother. Uh, I love that. But uh, you know, um, there's a couple. It just depends on the situation. We've got we've got. Uh, we use um, baby dolls often as as like surrogates. So like, if Emmy's not about brushing her teeth tonight, we're like, oh, okay, well, what if baby brushes your teeth, right? And then she's like, oh, well, that's intriguing. Like, okay, baby doll, let's do this. So then we get, you know, her baby. I'm 
Then you're, you have the task of holding your daughter, holding the baby doll, getting the toothbrush in the baby doll's hands. <laughs> oh, gosh. Lathering it up. You know, and, and performing the toothbrushing exercise that way. Um, or feeding dinner. You know, baby dolls sit at the table and eat dinner sometimes to feed her. So I guess the hack of uh, lever- I really leveraging like baby dolls as like yeah. surrogates to help with acts where they're like, I don't want you to do it, but I'm intrigued that baby doll will, will do it. Right. So. Baby gets to do it. And, and I'm jealous yeah. that, sh- that yeah. he or she gets to do it. So yeah. I'm, I want to do that instead. I'm jealous yeah, now. Baby can feed me. But I'm not going to let you feed me sweet potatoes, Dad. Get out of here. So, yeah. And then I'm sure you always saw yourself playing with baby dolls at 30-plus years old. Right. right. Hey, you know what? The baby doll quality has gotten better over the last 30 years. <laughs> oh, that's that's so, uh, you know, high, higher quality baby dolls yeah, to play okay. with these that's days. That's actually you know, funny. Kids are spoiled now. My in-laws dropped a bunch of stuff um, off at my house a couple of weeks ago, and it was a lot of Olivia's stuff. And in there was a Minnie Mouse doll <laughs> from when Liv was a little kid, and now Elsa's been like playing terrifying. with it. Dude, they don't make toys like they used to. Um, those things, it's like rock solid plastic that, and it weighs like five pounds. So if it falls the wrong way, it's gonna it's gonna maim a small child, break a foot. Yeah, something. but it's like good grief. This is not like the little soft plushy thing I was expecting it to be for for a Minnie Mouse doll. Did you have any this week? Anything that you um, can think of? Well, you know, it made me th- think about uh, we was talking to one of our buddies that they're getting ready to have it. Uh, you know, a little one. So oh, we, yeah. we were uh, we, we were sharing some of our our dad hacks um, with him, um, and uh, and it, it it made me think. You know, we we talk a lot a lot about our kids. You know, after they're here, mm-hmm. right? And because we have mm-hmm. you know all these stories, um, but we don't really talk about like the moment that they get here. I guess sure like, when we're in the hospital, like yeah, the freaking hospital, be, yeah, be delivered. Like I know, like you know having two kids now both of you know Allie's deliveries were, were so different and there's you know two good good stories behind those too but one of the things you said earlier Travis was that you actually have a pretty good um mm. delivery story or you learned a lot about yourself uh, for sure whenever you guys were in the in the hospital so can you you tell us yeah, a little yeah. bit more about that well and I feel really blessed through through our both of our deliveries because we like we straddled the COVID nightmare right like Emmy was born in January of 2020 Harrison was born just July, right, 2022. So uh, we we went through normal delivery processes, right? Like, you know, you're not confined to a number of people. You know, we're in the, the mass scare. So uh, the uncertainty was gone with that. So that was nice. Um, thanks. My coffee was running a little low. Yeah, just need some more froth on so, the coffee there. Yeah. So, so the prep work going into Emmy's delivery, you know, you go through all the classes. You're doing the... You know the the birthing technique classes. You're you're how to take a kid home to a doghouse classes. You know you're you're feeling really confident and like feel feeling. I mean I'm ready to go on this right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are. feel pretty good. We feel yeah. pretty good. Um, and so uh, it's beginning of January. Emmy's not due till February second. Um, and all of a sudden Maddie's like getting all these stomach cramps and all these back pains. And we're like, man, the gas is really acting up tonight. This is just a rough <laughs> night. Uh, sure I can't wait till she that. hears this podcast. <laughs> she's she's going to be so excited to hear hey, that. Just, we, were just, we were both faking it all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so it's like all through the night, though, she's not getting any sleep. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to sleep. I've got meetings and stuff. Um, so so anyway, the morning rolls around. And like it's, it's pretty it's a little severe. She's like, mm-hmm. kind of serious right now. This, this might actually be a thing. It's three weeks early or three mm-hmm. weeks before the due date. So we're like, no, there's no way. So, uh, so we get ready, though, and I'm like, all right, well, now we're timing contractions early in the morning. And I'm like, yeah. all right, well, this, this is getting kind of serious Good now. Time. Um, or is it? So I'm like, well, it's about five. 
I've got like five meetings this week and like a whole bunch of stuff going on at work. I'm going to head into the office for a little bit and then like I'll check on you later and I'll, I'll be home if, if we're getting serious. So I go into the office. I'm there till about like 830. Uh, kind of let my coworkers know like, hey, I think I think uh, Maddie's in labor right now. So I'm probably going to leave. And they all kind of look at me. Like, Do they say, what the hell are you doing here? Why are you here? Yeah. So uh, and they tell the story much better than I do from their perspective. Um I'm still in the shock, non-belief, this is happening kind of phase. Sure. So I race home. It's about 9, 9.15. I'm on my way home. And I'm calling her. I'm like, hey, I'm heading home. Are you still having contractions? And she's like, she didn't answer. Her sister Catherine answered because Catherine oh, and her dad are there like while Maddie's you know, in pre-labor. So we're like, okay, yeah, this is the thing. Like, all right. So I get home, <laughs> pick up my wife. We go to the hospital. We go in there, and of course, we're we're like the horror stories you hear of like people showing up early. Sure. And we're not going to be those parents Being that get sent there. away. We're, we're being a wuss, you yeah. know. Go home. You're you're being a wuss, right? So Maddie's like, I'm not doing that. You guys know my wife, right? Yeah, right. of course. Uh, so, uh, so we got there, and the lady's checking us in. Oh, we went. To, we we drove. We drove into the parking garage. We're walking past the emergency room entrance at Cox South, and all of a sudden we got to stop. She's in contractions. The lady comes out from the emergency room. Hey, do do you guys need a wheelchair or anything like that? Maddie's like, No, no, we're fine. <laughs> Fine, like she we can make it. <laughs> so we walk our way all the way in, you know, the labor and delivery area, and ladies checking us in, and, and she gives us the, you know, the full, full right, you know, names and processes. Who's your doctor? Let's get you checked out. Da, 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 yeah, put the little things on, you know, to measure heartbeats and all that yep. stuff. Well, we're finally to the point where she's like, all right, well, just, you know, let's just see how far you are. Yeah, and uh, she's like, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're you're at a seven. Did you want to? Did you oh, want an epidural? My God, so, <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, you need to, you need to be there now. So we're like, oh, this is cool. So uh, they race us down to the thing, you know, downstairs to, to the delivery rooms. Uh, give Matt, you know, sticking oh, Matt sticking terrible. in there. Maddie's getting a needle in. We're just going. We're going. Yeah, Amy was born like three and a half hours, uh, you know, from from getting to the hospital till it's all done and. Um, yeah, that was wild. So that, it was a kind of a blink of an eye kind of thing. Yeah. Where, like Holy just crap. eight hours ago, I was at work doing work, and then um, then this happened. So that weekend was great, but it tells you a lot about yourself. Like, you know, you think you're ready. You think you're prepared. Um, you don't want to be a wuss, and then uh, then you have a baby, and yeah, you know, right. everything changes. And, and the other side of that, we were leaving. So we're there. You know, we're there two nights, uh, really just getting pent up, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to get home. Like, mm-hmm. I am tired of this process. Sure. So we're, we're finally getting ready to check out the sun. The poor social security lady's been by twice because we didn't know Amy's name. Oh, we didn't know what she was going to be a girl, right? So we did the not yeah, find out the gender. I forgot about that. I yeah, don't have yeah. the ability to do that. Did so, you guys do that? Yeah. Oh. yeah, we found out as soon as we could. Yeah, me too. My I don't. Wife, I don't. My wife being the, the planner, like that was yeah, not going to. Not, not an option on the table. No, <laughs> I don't have the balls that you guys did. There's no way I had to know. So we we didn't know the the gender until she was born, and then we were trying to decide and kind of narrow down our top three like favorite girl names, and then. Mm-hmm. The social security lady came back through on the third time. We're finally like, all right, we can give you this name. We feel confident. <laughs> like we, we we're comfortable with this decision. Yeah. So anyway, Amy, Amy Jo Lyles was born. So we're there and it's the second day and I'm just like, I don't know, probably sleep deprived, cranky and just not, not <laughs> in anymore. Oh yeah. So I just take the liberty of like going and loading the car up. Like I go down to the first floor, I grab a wheelchair all the way up to the top. I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's get out of here. And I'm, you know, we're loading up and the, the, the nurse is up there like, Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Like, you guys can't just leave. Like, you know, you got to have... You want to bet? Watch me. Here we go. What are you talking about? Like, I got the car pulled up and everything. Like, let's let's do this. And so, apparently, though, you actually have to be checked out with, like, a, a nurse that has to wheel your wife out. With the I did know that. I do, only yeah, because I we that. did that the one time. So, yeah. So, anyway, 
Uh, I didn't know didn't, that it was that, like that fast. I yeah. knew I knew that she was early. Yeah. But I didn't know that it was a like you went from office to baby in like a five hour period. Yeah, it was bananas, man. It was very fast, very fast. Holy delivery. crap. Yeah. Which is why on like baby two Harrison we're like, oh man, Emmy was so fast. We need mm-hmm. to be ready for this. Well, we went in with Harrison like two days before he was born. They're like, yeah, you need to go home. Like nothing's happening. Oh, so so, so uh, you did get we sent in, away. We went in at like midnight uh, on like a what was it, like a Monday oh, night no. for Harrison. The week, two weeks, a week and a half prior, and we got sent home, and we're like, uh blemish on our record as well. Uh, right? <laughs> so did, uh, did did he get all the way to the due date? No, he was a week early. Okay, but Emmy was three weeks, early, so we're like, any, any we're like any moment now. That's and, were you guys uh, like anyway. that? Were so, you were you so at or before or after? Uh, well, the like, due date. Um, Liam was literally born. Well, I guess he was actually born on the day that Allie was supposed to get induced, but she her water broke the like at ten o'clock the night before. And so we went into the oh. went into the hospital, but we did a opposite where you know you guys almost waited too long. Well, we went in a little bit early, and so we go in at ten o'clock, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, you know, you're only I think a one because the water broke. Like right, you're right. going in. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you're supposed it's to your go. First child, right? Yeah, yeah. You see it on the movies, like, oh, this baby's gonna be here in like two seconds, yeah. right? So we we run run into the hospital. Um, you know, Allie's out of one. They're like, okay, well, we're just gonna let you kind of hang out to um, you know to to get a little bit farther along. And, you know, in those labor rooms, you know, they got those big, nice recliners. So I sit down in one. <laughs> Derek's you know, camping out. And, checking uh, out some Facebook. L- luckily, Allie's sisters were there at the time, too. And so they were, like, with her. And, and Allie went walking around the hallway and with her sisters. And I just pass out. <laughs> I slept for a good, solid four hours. <laughs> Did you and, Yeah. And, oh, and, oh, and so, gosh. like, now, like, Allie gives me so much so much. Oh, of for course. She's like, Absolutely. She's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just over here having a baby, and you're just <laughs> sleeping away. Like, nothing's going Catching on. Catching some Z's, you know? Mom. Catching like, some Z's. Um, so, yeah, she she still hates me for that, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so anyways, and then finally, Liam was born, like, um, in the, the afternoon the next day. So, I mean, it was almost a 24-hour labor, you know. But then with with Brody, we had the same thought process which you had with Emmy on the first. Allie was getting contractions. She's like, oh no. She's like, I don't want to be in the hospital for forever, right? She's like, we'll we'll wait. She's like, I. She's like, I don't even know for sure if they're contractions. And I was like, are you sure? She's like, it's it's fine, it's fine. And so yeah, I I can't remember what I did. I I left the house for something and then came back shortly after. And she's like, okay. She's like, "I, I I think I'm having some. She's like, we we should probably go now. They're getting pretty strong. So we drop off Liam at the grandparents on the way to the hospital and literally as and i don't even know why she was holding liam um but for whatever reason she was holding liam she's handing him to grandpa and she has a contraction and it almost drops her child <laughs> oh shoot <laughs> and even grandpa's like you need to get out of here go now, now. <laughs> and so we get to the hospital checking in they ask you that questionnaire Allie can't even fill it out so i'm filling it out for her and they're like and Allie's like we gotta get a room now so we go into that that pre-room or whatever it is they call it yeah and they check her, and yeah, the nurse is like, "Oh, he's here." She's like, "I need help." And he's here. I yeah, need help. Yeah, she like screams. That's what, this. She, that's what you want to hear a nurse say. She, I need help. She screams Shit. this, and maybe maybe like five seconds went by, but it felt like forever. And no, <laughs> nobody comes in the room. Uh, and so she's like, <sighs> "I need help." She's just like screaming this down down the hallway, and then like five nurses come in. They wheel Allie into the the, the delivery room. Uh-huh. And uh, our doctor's not yet there yet. He's on the way. He's driving in, and uh, and so they're they're like getting Allie hooked up to the IVs and all that stuff. And she's like, "I want an epidural, you know, I really want an epidural." And they're like, "Okay, well, what, we got to get you hooked up all this stuff." She didn't know that they were lying to her because she was too far along to get uh, the epidural. Right? Mm. 
luckily her doctor walks in right about this time he's trying to like make a joke with her and Allie's so far along she's like I'm not having jokes and yeah. so he no he, funny no funny have baby he, he checks no her. funny joke faces yeah <laughs> he checks her and he's like oh you're crowning and so like he puts on his gloves and his suit and literally gets back down there and Brody shoots out like into his hands and so oh boy literally uh, by the time we checked in to the time Brody was in our hands was less than 30 minutes. Oh, my Holy God. crap. <laughs> yeah. Your so wife we, just, like, we had beast mode the whole yeah, yeah. process, right? like, yeah. at home. So it was, I, I, will it for, I will forever not be, excuse me, I will forever be impressed with women during the childbirthing oh, process. You have a whole different perspective of oh, life after seeing them go through that. Heard. Well, and, and it's one of those deals where it, it makes me feel bad that I offer to lift stuff for my wife sometimes because I know for a fact she's <laughs> way stronger than I ever thought about being. Um, so our deal was weird. Elsie was six days late. Hmm. Um, she overcooked oh, by okay. six days. Um, Liv was miserable for the first two or three weeks leading up to the actual due date because everybody is. M- sorry, not everybody. Most mothers yeah. are are wiped by that time. Right. Um, and Liv will tell you herself. She's like, I felt gigantic. I mean, just gigantic. And we get six days past the due date. We've been to the doctor four different times that week. And he's like, well, we're just not there yet. We're still at a one. And we had been at a one for like days. Forever, yeah. Probably. Yeah. And Liv was just furious. Um, but so we're scheduled to be induced at seven o'clock in the morning on the 24 or on the on the, the 20. Excuse me. On. Yeah. The 26th. Yeah. Just making sure I got the dates right. Um, scheduled to be induced in the morning. And. At 5 o'clock, Liv starts going into contractions, and they're heavy duty. Mm. And the water, I don't I don't remember if her water broke at home or if it was in the hospital, but it was one of those deals where it was like, of course, we get a due date set, and Liv's going to get right in front of that due date. Right. Mm. So <clears throat> we're in the hospital. I get her. We, we run into one of Liv's old drinking buddies from back at the piano bar days as our nurse in the pre-room. Yeah. And so she was way more, like, way less candid or way more candid, I guess, whichever way you want to look at it, with us than she might have been with a stranger. She's like, Bryant, go get her a egg sandwich from downstairs because it's the last thing she's going to get to eat for, uh, like, a day. Go get her a sandwich. So I ran downstairs and got her a sandwich. The egg, egg sandwich was recommended by the nurse? Yeah. Oh, that was, okay. Yeah. I don't know if, I'm not going to say her name so she doesn't get fired. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so long story short, my daughter has two things in common with me, eye color and head size. And she overcooked for six days. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great Elsie, triple XL. Yeah, exactly. Um, Elsie wouldn't fit. Um, yeah, we're on the last tick on, yeah. the, on the snapback here. <laughs> um, Elsie didn't fit. So Liv labored and pushed for, labored for like 12, 13 hours and pushed for five or six. And every time they pushed, Elsie's heart rate dropped. Because her head was literally getting smushed yeah. by the canal that was not large enough for her gigantic dome. So we had an emergency C-section where the doctor said, okay, here's what's happening. Her heart rate's dropping every single time you push. You can either try to deliver this baby naturally or we can have an emergency C-section. And he said it very matter of fact. He wasn't trying to convince her one way or the other, but you could see it in his eyes. We got to do the emergency C-section, but I'm giving you the choice. And Liv said, okay, we should have the emergency C-section. And it was like somebody had pushed the organized chaos button in that room. Just 
and everybody scattered. The doctor was throwing on gloves yep. and running her, and the nurses were pushing me out of the way and put these clothes on, and we'll meet you in the room or down the hall. And from that time to when Elsie was there was like 15 minutes because they wow. they and and it could have been longer, it could have been shorter. My brain was so freaking right. fried at that point that there was no way I was gonna know what was what, but. So you you took thirty minutes from when you got to the hospital. That was the emergency C section range for us. It was just so. But it is it's it's interesting because we do see we we do talk a lot about being dads once we are dads. But that that leading up to it stage, we're not physically involved, but holy shit, are we involved emotionally? Oh yeah, it changes you a lot um, as a dad, a parent, a person. You Certainly. Know. All right, Trav. So. We were talking ahead of time. Break. Yeah, yeah, really nice commercial break there. That was good, huh? Yep. That's where Mothers is going to oh, yeah. insert their commercial. Yeah, can't wait for their Please, new, Jeff. new IPA. Please. <laughs> um, we were talking beforehand, and you said that you had, your kids had, or you had a list of the five most unhelpful words from your kids. Mm. And you were starting to talk about it, and Derek and I looked at each other and then both said, stop. Talk about this on the podcast. We don't want to know now. Tell us after. Tell us during. Um, so elaborate, will you? Sure. Tell us about the five most unhelpful words. Well, no, it's it's. It, so my kid is very so. Amy, I'm talking about Amy here, the sure. two and a half year old. She's very verbal. Um, and your son's not speaking yet. Uh, yeah, I I'll show you some videos later. He actually is. <laughs> oh the my sad gosh, thing is, he's is he really to keep up with his sister? Awesome. Um, he's going to be a rocket funny. scientist. So they we're both just are. like for maybe for ten minutes straight. The guy's just like I just making noises, mm-hmm. you know, as a three-month-old does i love it. anyway yeah so not not, not helpful uh amy she, very helpful um <laughs> helpful uh, you so we like air quotes around yeah around here. we like air yeah because the listeners can definitely tell i'm doing air quotes yeah yeah um we got a camera we're good yeah yeah so so <laughs> she's actually she's really verbally she's very talented uh so she's saying she's speaking in sentences so the five most unhelpful words are not just five words it's her sentence which is uh i want to help you uh, which is the most <laughs> unhelpful thing. thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. Um, because it, it could mean a number of things. It could mean uh, she wants to help you uh, open the door or help you carry your little brother. Or I want to help you, you know, cook dishes over the hot stove or pour your bourbon into your glass. Like, whatever it is. Like, I want yeah. to help you means help you not whatever this simple task is, I need to stop. I need to collect myself. Take a deep breath. Because it's now going to take us thirty minutes to do. <laughs> All right, like, whatever, whatever it was. Sure, um, but, but you don't want to discourage that either, sure, right? Sure, sure. No. Like, because yeah, Liam and Emmy are basically the, the yeah. exact same age, and he's in that phase too. He's like, yeah, I, I, I want to help, and we're unloading the dishwasher, and there's knives in there, and I'm like, <laughs> probably not a good idea, you know? So, yep. um, so yeah, it's but yeah, you just gotta slow down and be like, you know what? It, it's okay. Enjoy the moment. It's not always mm-hmm. going to be like this, right? So, which is so hard to do. It is. Like it is. as dads, right? Like, it is so hard uh, because we're very. I, I know I am. I'm very much Mister Fix It and want to like get it done as fast as I can so that I can get back to spending time with my family. So the idea of just rolling with, all right, we're going to do something that should take thirty seconds, yeah, and we're going to make it a five minute task. Well, yeah, and guys are so mission motivated. Sure. Right? Got to unload the dishwasher. Got to do it right now. Five minutes is all I got. Right? Yeah, yeah, well, everything yeah. we like, want to do, we yeah. want to be efficient because yeah. we're about time, efficiency, yeah. solving problems. Sure. Being the dad. And then it's like goes against everything we're trying to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Elsie well, has not said I want to help yeah. because she doesn't 
speak full sentences yet. She just is a parrot for her mother and I, which is a whole problem. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned <laughs> earlier you mentioned earlier that you cuss too much. Mm. No, you don't. <laughs> it's it's Liv and I that are the problem. <laughs> we're, we're, it's I'm, it's dude, only a matter of minutes. Doing very well. I, I feel I'm doing very well. Maddie Good for you. Me, but I feel feel like we're doing all right. Uh, no, no shits coming me. from the back seat yet, no, or good. like. We're good. Motherfuckers um, cutting you off or anything like that, screaming from the back seat. No, I feel like we're all right. And part of it is I only have, you know, two out of seven days of the week are her exposure to my, uh, <laughs> you know, to my Saturday dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So most of her vocabulary, thank, thank goodness she gets from her mom. Mm. Uh, and so she only has to put up with me for a couple of them. So <laughs> that's, that's a, a blessing for her. Um, but that's, so Elsie yeah. doesn't speak words yet, but she still wants to help with stuff. And her main thing... She says doggies and daddy, and they sound very similar. So she she wants to feed daddy, except it's not feeding daddy; it's feeding the dogs. And what would normally be two like mugs full of dog food that you walk out to the back porch and you dump them in their respective dog bowls? Mm. Okay, you carry this one two hands. Carry it with two hands. Okay, I'll open the door, but we got to set it down to get over the threshold, and then we got to reach back across to get the thing. And it's a ten minute process, but yes. it is so cute. To watch her try to wobble around, because this mug, we use these old like plastic beer steins that I got in college as the dog feeding Heck mugs, yeah. and it's big enough where she can get both her hands wrapped around there, and she's just waddling around with a thing full of dog food, and it's the cutest thing in the world. So, big fan of that. The most unhelpful, I want to help, is the f- hilarious. Though. That is funny. I did not expect that. Uh, no, I didn't either. I was. I thought you were going to say like, "Please right. help." Like I thought it was going to be five individual words. No, it is a full on. sentence yeah, that I want sentence, to help. I want to help you. Is the, uh, <laughs> the bane of my existence. Um, but yeah. uh, but no, Trav. You you mentioned there, and we kind of talked about this earlier too. You know, you said Emmy's only exposed to your vocabulary, like. Two of the seven days, right? And, and uh, one of the things you you mentioned to us was, you know, having to relearn how to how to parent on the weekends, right? Because I mean, your your household is kind of the the I guess the old school traditional, right? Maddie mm-hmm. stays at home with the kids uh, during the week. You know, you're 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 working. So mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what is that like? I guess like, and how big of an adjustment is that from you going work mode to now full time dad mode? You know? Yeah. Uh, it's 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 interesting. It's a it's a mental adjustment, and then sure. then the physical adjustment too of like exhaustion or like you know trying to trying to make make it work. Um, so like for example, you know I only get while it's only like I'm off two days a week and I work the other five. You try to be as present as possible. Of course, right? you yeah, do yeah, show yeah. Up yes. each night, right? And Absolutely. like I'm speaking, to, I'm preaching to the choir here. Yeah. Um, so you guys know how it is. So you you know you're you're mentally trying to leave everything you can at the office or whatnot when you when you decide to go home for the night um so there's that right um but you miss out on the the development things right mm-hmm. what, what they've learned from monday to friday yeah. or the, the the active learning times during the week the the story times gymnastics whatever you do so yeah so playing catch up on the weekends is uh can be tough um but yeah it's it's actually the the re-engaging with the the little things like patience um and like again for guys can be a challenge yeah yeah right uh it's you know so, so you're you know at the week you can kind of pace yourself and be like you know you get, to, get done from work uh you got you got dinner dinner bath bed and that's the same routine for five days in a row mm-hmm. and then on the weekend you're like well i mean we got to figure out something to do all day like we're gonna go to <laughs> sure. the park we're gonna go for a walk we're gonna do activities we're gonna paint like what are we gonna do um and uh so it's just trying to relearn the 
the, you give your you know the hundred percent of attention for those two days as much as possible. Sure. Um, and the whole even that whole even idea is like intentional. Uh, and so, so do you guys feel the same way? Like, you know, it's a it, it's a it's a so we talked about this. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. psychological shift because like the traditional there's like two buckets of thinking. Right. There's the if there's the the parent who's you know. Uh, making that bread or bringing home the chicken, whatever mm-hmm. phrase you want to use, and then mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, then, then the mother or the other parent. Uh, there's kind of a frame of mind where it's like one bucket of thinking is like, well, they're they're good at the child rearing, and I'm good at everything else, you know. But like, sure. they, there's there's a separation of parenting, and then there's like the other train of thought or their school of thought, excuse me, that other bucket where it's like we want to be equal parenting and sure, joint right. parenting <clears throat> yep. intentionally, even though our times maybe not is not fifty fifty with them. You still want to yeah. have joint parenting. It's so, like, do you guys feel similarly well, to that? So, so Derek and I were prepping for this episode, and we talked about this, and we wanted to float this conversation because you are our first um, parent who has a spouse that doesn't work outside the home. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to get your two cents on it because he and I have talked about it before where I definitely feel like we get Elsie home from daycare, and then it's game on pretty similarly to what you're describing in the evenings and the weekends where it's okay now's my time and and now's my time to get to spend time and and parent and make my impression and make those memories and and spend that time with my kid and enjoy that and that's i mean i frankly if i had the ability to you know sell our agency for 50 million dollars that it's definitely not worth um and just stop working and go hang out with my kid all day, I would a hundred percent without doubt do that. Mm-hmm. But it is a, it is a huge mental shift for nights and weekends where it's almost as if not more exhausting than work because by the end of Saturday you are wrangling and I've only got one. Yeah. I, 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 I'm fully aware that like, my my experience pales in comparison to yours because you've got two x what I have. Yeah. <laughs> you've got multiples, yeah. um, but by the end of Saturday, like I think last night, Liv and I went to bed at like ten o'clock, maybe. Like whereas before kids, we would have been you know oh, right. hanging out twelve o'clock, one thirty, you know whatever, twelve o'clock, one o'clock, having a drink, hanging out. It's like, no, we're going to bed. I'm wiped. Elsie's down. Mm-hmm. Let's watch some. It's again. It's Halloween weekend, so let's watch a scary movie. Yeah, and we did that last night. like, I, I struggle with scary movies. I'm a big wuss. But like, I mean, Disney's the, the Haunted House with that. That's our version, right? What's that warehouse thing? The werewolf. Yeah. What's the 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 new werewolf movie on Disney yeah. Plus? Yeah, all that stuff. But it is. It's a huge tonal shift from weekday to weekend. And so, in that regard, yeah, at least yeah. for us, it's very similar where you get Elsie home from daycare and then it's your time to, to plug in and, and be that active parent and be involved because while you might have that quote old, old school set up in your household, it's not quite that old school dads manage this moms manage that you want to be active. You want to make your impression. You want Emmy to pursue music because that was something that you were interested in as a kid or you know maybe it's basketball for you and 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 Liam and Brody or whatever it is right you want to have that pursuit with them and try to help make your impression on them because you don't get to during the week so I totally understand yeah. that yeah 
Yeah, I'd say, you know, with me, I guess we're kind of like a hybrid almost of mm. of it, you know, because, you know, you're in position, position, you know, unique. I do, you know, work away from the home, you know, the, the traditional five days a week. However, you know, similar to, I'm sure both of you, you know, we do work after hours too, you know, we take mm-hmm. phone calls, stuff like that. However, Allie, my wife, luckily she has her own business, self-employed. So her work schedule is very flexible. You know, she's able to be home with the boys a lot. Um, but then on the weekends. But then on the weekends, you know, she's, you know, yeah. full go, you know, planning, doing the whole wedding planning thing and is gone, you know, basically the, the whole day there. And so I get the boys. Um, and it really makes me realize how much of a, a of a, a chump or a wuss I am because, you know, she, <laughs> I, just, I just get back from the seven-day trip and she's all full energetic and all this stuff and ready to go and hang out with me and whatnot and then i watch the boys for like one day and i'm like Whew, like you're saying man 10 o'clock I'm rolls around. I'm, let's go to bed i'm ready to pass out right so um but uh but yeah no i mean i i would say we're, we're definitely in that bucket of you know hey yeah let's you know let's it's it's not 50 50 you know it's 100 100 you know try, way better way of saying it than um, i did yeah that's really know, good trying to you know take care of the kids you know as much as we can it's not hey you know this is your time with them now and, and now it's my time like no it's you know this uh, a, a, a dual job coming from both of us sure. here so um that's so been yeah. a big topic in our household that it's no longer i and i between Liv and i it is we and it's yeah. it's the collective we we want to make our impression on our daughter and we want to do cool stuff with elsie and we want what's best for her not I did this and you did that, and it's trying to make it a game or trying to make it a competition. It's just we are taking oh. care of that kid. I think and if it was a competition, all of us three would lose. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, I'm out. I <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no I, brainer. yeah, yeah, yeah. Live wins right. for sure. But it's it is. We wanted to talk about that because it is. It's you don't strike me as the kind of guy just because I know who you are and have known you for a long time. You're not the kind of guy who's going to go well. That's her job, and she only did, does the child ring, and I bring the money to the house, and that's where it stops. There's a full wall down the line between our relationship, and that's she does the parenting, and I make the money. That's not where your mindset is. So I, I we wanted to talk about that because mm-hmm. we knew that was different than what we had experienced with any of our other guests so far. You have talked about, you know, changing subjects a little bit here. You have talked about struggling with the bedtime routine oh. with me um and i'm yeah. go ahead no please please no you you've you have just talked about struggling with the bedtime routine and and you know reading book number 15 that night um to try and get emmy to go to sleep um we wondered if you had any tips or tricks or anything any input that you wanted to tell us about because I'm struggling. Elsie's starting to, we, we finally, after, you know, she's 17 months old now, and for 13 months she didn't sleep. And so we finally, you know, with the help of noise-canceling headphones and everything, got her convinced that sleeping through the, you know, going to bed and sleeping through the night was the thing to do. But I struggled for a long time to figure out that I didn't need to take that personally, that my child was not trying to do that to me 
because she thought I was weak <laughs> or, or, or that she was trying to mess with me on yeah, purpose. Like a baby doesn't know any different. And so I struggled with that for a while to figure out like, no, she's not, she doesn't think you're a wuss. She just doesn't know any better. And so that's just her way of, of making noise because she has to make noise. But talk to us about your like bedtime routine and like, have you made any strides? You got any pointers for like the, like the Frasers of the world that just had a kid or like anybody? What are some of the things that you've learned? Man, I'm sure Ryan will do a good job of that, man. No, oh, yeah. Uh, what I've learned through our nighttime bedtime routine for the last, how's Amy, two years, nine months, uh, is that she's the boss. Mm-hmm. That's what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we can start bedtime at 8 o'clock mm-hmm. and do like, let's get her in a bath. Let's maybe put some some soothing, you know, spa music on in the background. Yeah, you got everything, haven't you? <laughs> Lit candles, baby. He's I got the full Magilla. Maddie's done the full Zen exercise. Uh, we'll brush teeth. We'll get her in PJs. We, we uh, no matter when we start, eight, eight thirty, nine, nine thirty, she goes to sleep at ten, mm. and that is her biological clock. I don't know how it works. Interesting. It's weird. Uh, and and maybe it had something to do with our lack of sleep training for this child in like the early early years, yep. and we can we speak to that, that but, remark. But like, uh, yeah, she goes, she falls asleep like head down and falls asleep in bed at ten, and, and she's up around six six thirty every morning. It's just that's her sleep pattern. Uh, it's been it's been that way for a while now. Um, so no, do I have expert tips for you? Heck no. <laughs> um, here's what not to do. Yeah, yeah here's what here's what doesn't work, and it's what we're doing. We tried. So we did this one thing, and and I credit to my my sister in law. Um, we we got her. We went to the like the education teacher supply store and yeah. got like a interesting like one of those calendar things, and like all the educators in the, this video are like, yeah, you dummy, of course you do that. <laughs> but you put that, and you, then we took pictures of uh, like each phase of the bedtime routine, like. We took a picture of Emmy brushing her teeth and Emmy in bath and Emmy getting her PJs on. And then we put those – we gave her the pictures and said, all right, put them in your little your little wall calendar thing. So she puts them in there in the order oh. of things. Say, Emmy, this is our nighttime routine. Like, what do we do first? Okay. And so she's like, oh, I, I take a bath. So it's time for bath. And then we like, what's the next thing? She goes in her room, looks on her wall, brush my teeth. So we know she brushes cool. her teeth next. I really like that. That's a great idea. Yeah. What's well, cool and it works for a while. Works for a while. Uh, until she gets bored. Well, no, it's she, it's, it's effective in in the whole. Here's the process of bedtime. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't help with the whole context of time thing. Sure, she's still because like, she's walking back whatnot. and forth, and sure. So we do, and we you you mentioned book reading, like that's one of our kind of like Maddie and I's like uh, things. It's we think it's really important. Like we yep. we want to read mm-hmm. to her from now until as long as we can do it. Sure, um, right. Yep. But it, thankfully, I will I will credit us. Uh, Maddie's done a good job of getting us down from like. Books unlimited to, <laughs> to like four books. So we start each night like, all right, kiddo, like you got four books. And if she's doing like a tantrum thing where it's like, I'm not going to finish my dinner or I don't want to do bath time or whatever. We're like, okay, now we only have three books. And she's like, oh. no, I want four. And it's like, well, you better get your butt in bed or yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Get your PJs on. So she's learning that. Give her that carrot. I get that. That yeah, makes sense. Well, <laughs> she's learned, she's learned to, to push the balance. And I think it's because she's also learning numbers, but she's like, I want five books. Like no no no, oh, no, no no no! Oh, she's a negotiator. <laughs> she's a negotiator with everything. So the kid, the sales guy, now, dad, go figure. So it's like you know. So if we're gonna start with four, all of a sudden she's selling us high. You know, it's like, I want five bucks. You know, I love it. You're I gonna get it, three it. bucks if you don't go brush your teeth. <laughs> well, about five. Well, five bucks. No, kid. So anyway, she's uh, we're we're to that point though. So we do four books uh-huh. and. Our crux though, and this is probably where you guys hopefully have some corrective suggestions for me. We always 
we we read our books in bed and then we sleep with her or snuggle her until mm-hmm. she falls asleep. Yeah. And so poor Maddie or, or I, mostly Maddie, uh, is in there like reading with sure. her. And then we turn out the lights electronically. We got a little Bluetooth on her light, so we Sweet. kick that and the lights go out. But then they're in. Maddie's in there till like you know, right ten thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, or if Maddie falls asleep with her when she's in there. Maddie rolls in the bedroom at like 11 o'clock. Like, what time is it? You know? So oh, it's, man, that's uh, tough. Yeah. I don't have answers for you on bedtime, man. I, it's rough. But Emmy's biological clock is, is the in bed by 10, no matter how early we start it. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, so, I mean, pointers, I, I guess that's a little tough for us because mm-hmm. we've been, and with both of our boys, we've been pretty spoiled. Um, Liam, he was a good sleeper early on, and then like the first three or four months and then he kind of hit a phase where he struggled well then we went did the whole sleep training thing at mm-hmm. like six it's months hell. old it's absolute hell it, it was brutal sleep for, training for sucks, three days yeah. i mean i remember i just had scratch marks on my chest where he just <clears> like oh, beat buddy. me uh but then after that three days he was good you know he's he's really overall been a really good sleeper ever since then um how, i mean just like every kid he's went through sleep regressions though mm-hmm. and this most recent one it was pretty bad um and it's funny that you said laying in bed with him, right? Because um, he was going through one, and you know, me and him are super tight and, and best buds. And he's, we'd read him the books, sing, sing the songs, and he'd be like, he'd be like, "Dad, right there, right there," and he'd point to his bed, you know. And you know, the first time they say that, you're like, "Oh, I can't turn, yeah. turn that yeah. down, right?" That's you so say sweet. jump, I say how high. Right? Let's go, I mean, buddy. Yeah, they they rule the house. Yeah. And, yeah, and so yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, I crawl in bed with them and stuff, and and. Uh, but then it's like anytime I try to leave, he would lose it. Um, and now, you know, he opens doors and stuff. So I had to leave his room, shut the door. He's out there in the hallway, just crying, losing it. Yeah. You know, um, until I went back in there and laid down with him. And then, yeah, until he fell asleep and you'd have to sneak out, right? And so we, we went through that for like three days. And me and Allie are like, no, we got to nip this in the butt. Like, we, can't, <laughs> we can't do this every night, tell right? Me, tell me about how uh, terrifying the sound of little feet running on the floor no. is to you guys right? no no it, it gets better so he would wake up during this phase he would wake up in the middle of the night open his door walk in our room and just stand there at the end of our bed just looking at us oh no like Allie woke up one time and she's horror sleeping movie on shit there right, dude horror right she, shit. she woke up one time and liam's just standing there like face to face with her just looking oh, was he really yeah. it's just like liam what are you doing <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, this is not like <laughs> one in the morning or two in the morning. So we was like, what can we do about this? Right. And so, and it, I don't know, we, we struggled with doing this cause it, it did sound kind of mean to at, at first, but we put a baby gate on his, yep. on his doorway. Lock him in, which so is terrifying. And like we would, we would stand at the doorway, um, you know, for the first several days just so he could see us and be like, Hey, you know, we're, we're still here. We're just not laying in bed with you. You know, and then, but as soon as he would get out of his sight, you know, he'd lose it. He'd run to the baby gate and whatnot. Um, but I mean, that lasted for, that probably lasted for two weeks, I'd say. Oh my gosh. Um, and then now, um, you know, he's good. He's back to sleeping in the bed, laying in the bed. Okay. Um, big kid beds? Are we like out of? He's, he's, uh, yeah. Cribs, right? Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a tall kid. So like we did the toddler size bed that lasted for about a week. Um, (laughs) so so now we're on like a twin size bed with him. But yeah, so he's, he's in a big kid bed. Brody, luckily, you know, he's in the crib still. Yeah. So, I mean, he literally can't go anywhere. Um, but uh, but he, we've been even more blessed with him, and, and we haven't even had to do sleep training with him, and he's slept. I mean, again, he goes through regressions, and he's teething right now on and off. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to comfort him during 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 that time and whatnot. But, yeah, overall, 
yeah, we've been been pretty pretty lucky. Good. I mean, it goes in phases, so I don't know if I really have a lot of a lot of good tips. I mean, again, sleep training sucks. Oh my god, feel like such worst. a terrible parent. Oh my god, going yeah, through it, but it is the worst thing. It was a hundred percent worth it with uh, with Liam. I mean, sometimes just hearing though, like the hey 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 Travis, they will sleep without you falling asleep. Like that's just mm, comforting yeah. to know. Like that will sure. happen, right? Uh, yeah. sleep eventually through high school, it'll right? Take, like take a little bit, but they will. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't need to like get the the California King so she can sleep between you guys yeah. forever. Yeah, well, that was. I mean, you and I talked about how you guys were doing the co sleeping thing because that was the only way to get Emmy to sleep, and so I was adamant that we weren't going to do that because you had you had told me about it, and I was scared yep. of that. And guess what? We did for thirteen months. <laughs> yeah, was co sleep because it Such was the only listener. way to get Elsie to sleep. Mm-hmm. Without doing the full blown sleep training thing and then going back to, you know, calling back to those noise canceling headphones, that was the only way that that was going to work is that we were going to have to embrace the suck for a couple of days. And mm-hmm. like the first night, I sat outside of Elsie's room. I put Liv in the noise canceling headphones and she went to, to bed and was watching a very loud movie on her phone. Um, and I sat in the floor and had a 15 minute timer going and i was just weeping like just openly weeping right. sitting in the hallway outside of elsie's door listening to her scream bloody murder and every 15 minutes i went in and patted her on the back it was like kind of ferber method kind of just the pediatrician told us that we should wait 30 minutes and i couldn't do 30 i could only do 15 mm. um the longest 15 minutes ever holy right. shit <laughs> it was the worst but and for an hour and a half she yelled at me the first night and then she went to bed and slept through the whole night it was the first time she had done that since she was four months old yeah. And the second night, I put her down, and sh- in 10 minutes, she was asleep, and she slept through the whole night. And then, for the most part, from that day on, she slept through the whole night. Now, she's been sick, she's had sleep regressions, all those things happen. Right. But overall, overall, that was what it took, was just that hard nose, this is going to suck for a couple of days. And God, did it suck. It's just the worst. I'd recommend, yeah, doing it on a long weekend. That's what we did with the gym. I, I wish we, we would have thought of that. I didn't yeah. think of that. We just started it on a random-ass Thursday. And uh, so that Friday was a mess for yeah, me. Yeah, we started Friday on, a, was a mess. on a Friday, but I, ha- I had that Monday off, luckily. Yeah. And luckily. Baker's but, hours. We get it. No, yeah. he's he's got a lot of four-day weekends. Some Mondays they work. I get yeah. it. <laughs> well, from, from you know noon to two, we work on Monday. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, when okay. we're not on lunch. Yeah, no kidding. So... It's Halloween. We talked about that. Yeah. So you and Maddie, it's after you've gone trick-or-treating. Your mm-hmm. kids are old enough. You guys have, have, have gotten into that stage where your kids will can go trick-or-treating and know that they're trick-or-treating. I'm going to take Elsie. She will have no idea. Right. Yeah. We're going to take stuff and give it to our neighbors, not the other way around, because Elsie doesn't eat candy oh, right nice. now. Um it's it's trying uh, to bribe the neighbors. Huh? Yeah, exactly. It's it's Smart small move. it's small shot bottles of Fireball. Um, ah. <laughs> so the ninety year olds are gonna love and it. Elsie's gonna deliver it. In person, exactly, right? hand deliver yeah, it. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. From me personally. Um, so fire drink. It's it's a <laughs> fire, fire drink. drink. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Halloween night. Okay. It's after trick or treating. You and Mads are sitting down to watch a scary movie. Yeah. You and Allie are gonna sit down and watch a scary movie, and inevitably you're gonna go raid your kids candy bag. Oh, naturally. Like you, you can't not. You gotta take the dad tax. The dad tax is a real thing. To this, since I became a parent. Yes, absolutely. The dad tax is a real thing. What is the candy that you're reaching for first? Okay. Why? And are you telling your kid about it the next day, Travis? 
Okay. Go. All right, all right. First off, dad tax. Uh, I started implementing dad tax as soon as Amy started eating food. So, <laughs> to be clear, dad tax is already I get, in I get, I get one French fry to your twos uh, kind of deal. Yeah. Or... Oh, you mean we're going to Mexican? You're not going to finish that quesadilla? Thank you. That's yeah, my right? quesadilla. Um, right. Sorry. Sidetrack. Um, Please. No, that's what we want back to know. Same concept. Well, Maddie, you know, Maddie always asked me, you know, where did you get all this candy from? Right? And I say, well, I got a few Twix up my sleeve. <laughs> So, you know, it's always nice to have those uh, wow. those on hand, right? Wow. You're welcome, that, dads, everywhere. Was, I was going to ask you for a dad joke later, I know, but I don't need was, to ask you right? anymore. That was, that was money. Like, <laughs> that was really, money. really good, Trav. Go ahead. Uh, Please tell us more. Yes. <laughs> Probably, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm talking about stealing candy from my child, children... <laughs> Uh, the three-month-old will also be going trick-or-treating with a bag, awesome. to be clear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. As um, he well should. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll save it all for him. Yeah, right? yeah. When, Prob- when probably, it. it depends, man. It depends on the household. So if, if the house is given Almond Joys, there's a 100% guaranteed chance that my child will get no Almond Joys. That That's your go-to? Really? Of wow. all the candies in the pleasure, world, man. it's Almond Joys. Dude, you get a little coconut. I like get a so much nut, about you except for your choice in mm. candy. Like so much about yeah, you is good, was going except totally for your candy choice. Direction. Do you guys have any line around the house? Uh, Do you also like Werther's Original? Like, are what? you a thousand year old man? Almond Joy? Give me a break. I Sorry. would like to. Uh, I'd like to Google a Werther's Original at some point. You don't know today. what like those little caramel that candies the caramel that the thousand year like, like the grandmas have. Yes, yeah, that grandmas yeah. have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen one of those in <laughs> since Nam. He's like, how'd you bring he's it got up? A bunch I want of some of those. Yeah, I want some of those too. <laughs> almond Joy. Give me a break. Yeah, man. So that's your go-to. Oh. Crush some almond joys. All right. Well, like, All right. But that's the thing. We don't have them just lying around the house. Of course not. No, no, no. No one's got almond joys. There's Halloween candy and then there's regular candy. So that's separate. Almond joys. Interesting. Okay. Otherwise, it's you know Kit Kats and peanut. Uh, M and M's. Okay. Yeah. Standards. And and how are you explaining to Emmy how that can uh, that candy disappeared? Oh, Go- uh, Boogie Monster took it. Noted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. that. I like that. Um. So the thing with Emmy though is like she loves suckers. She loves like the colorful type candy. Okay. Right? Sure. 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 So um, Starburst and M- or Skittles and all that. Well, we don't give her. No, we don't give her much of that. I mean, it's mostly just suckers. Um. Nice. Yeah, she doesn't eat candy very much, right? She's, well, and, she's and I think at this point, gum. our kids are still too young yeah, for like yeah. candy, candy all the time. So uh, I get right. that. So she'll she'll have some of that, but like most ninety percent of her candy could disappear, and she wouldn't even have know. no idea. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Is she going to be the one that's going to count it all out on the table no. to see how many she's got? No, probably. Because that was definitely my little brother. My oh, Dr- yeah. Drew was absolutely the. I'm going to count. Out. I've got fifty four pieces of candy, Dad. Uh-huh. Yep. You better not get in there. Yeah, quick. yeah. So that's going to be Liam. Done inventory. Is it really? Yeah. With your OCD kid, that doesn't surprise me at all. Definitely do that i'm not this year but he will but no it's funny that you bring that up so <clears throat> my mom came down and watched the boys uh yesterday and she brought a bag full of candy for them for halloween right mm-hmm. and it's just really funny of what she brought though because she brought these like full-size candy bar like the the twix um the like best the, house in the neighborhood does like, full-size candy bars right. well no yeah she brought like not not the two-pack of twix but the four-pack i mean she like <laughs> bought the big ones the jumbo and size she, she's like she's like, she's like i brought this candy for the boys but it's funny because all the candy was like all my favorites and so i don't know if she, she knew what she was doing i didn't know if she, she was, knew what the, if she, she was, was tempting me to see if i'd steal from my child or if she's like, I know the boys aren't going to eat this, so Derek, you just go ahead, right? He's a test son. That's yeah. mom looking out for you. That's what that was. That's mom looking out for her big and, boy. Uh, and yeah, because like Brody, I mean, he's not even a year old. Like, yeah, he's not going to no eat way. any of this stuff. Absolutely I not. mean, Liam would if we gave it to him, but heck no. I mean, those are too good to give to your two and a half year old. You know? So, uh, so heck yeah, I'm implementing a hard dad tax this year. What are you stealing? 
Oh, definitely have those big Twixes. There's Snickers in there too. Reese's. Twix and Snickers, huh? Uh, Reese's is another big one. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And then my my wife will probably clean up on on whatever's left. Mm. Yeah. You heard know? a heard a uh, statistic the other day. Uh, most popular uh, Halloween candy sold in the U.S. Yes, I want to know. What is it? I guess your guesses. I want your guesses. Mm. Number one selling uh, it's, Halloween is it, is candy. It, is it Reese's? Is it? Oh, how do you say that candy that I just said accidentally? R e e s e s. Yeah, not Reese's. Reese's? Said. Okay, I, said. I heard somebody say Reese's the other day, and I uh, wanted to punch them in the face. Yeah, they're the same folks that probably say uh, Missouri or the Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, or golf. Wolf. I, I say golf, yeah. but I, that's because I'm an idiot. Anyway, um, what is there. the number? What is the number one? It is Reese's. Yes, it is the really? Reese's. Yeah, I know all. Three. Was, the number one selling Halloween candy is Reese's. Uh, I wouldn't have expected that honestly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because Reese's that. are king. Actually, so that was, was going to be my answer to that question. So I'm. I have unpopular taste in sugar candy sugar candy in like skittles and and starburst and okay like, yeah, yeah. I, everybody hates the yellow starbursts but that's my favorite one why why do they hate i don't know i i, I remember I'm seeing on social guy. media mm-hmm. see i remember seeing on social mm-hmm. media at some point that nobody liked the citrus flavor starburst that they didn't like the orange and they didn't like the yellow mm-hmm. and for me those are my favorites and so i like those okay. the best but if I'm picking something out, it's Butterfingers or Reese's. Okay. And they don't really make Butterfingers in small candies, so it's definitely going to be Reese's. You like, that, you like that peanut butter chocolate combo, don't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. This is, a body, this is a body by peanut butter and chocolate, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Built by peanut butter yeah. and chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting towards the end here, so we do want to, of course, not miss out on our dad joke of the week. Um, I actually I mean, reminded him ahead of time so that he would remember his and not just have to uh, forget his way through because yeah. I unfortunately dropped that on Caught him last week. Last Caught him week. off guard last week. He wasn't ready. Um, he wasn't ready. <laughs> so we talked about how I like to golf. So I actually had mine from the golf genre. Um, no this, way. This week, go figure. Uh, the poor golfer that I am. <laughs> well, it's funny because mine's golf related. Oh, that's so uh, good. Well, we then we'll just the go. Same, wait, same does one. it have to do with socks? Jinx. Uh, no. no. Is it really the same one? I love it. Here, here, okay, here, so I'll, I'll, or you start it, I'll finish it. Okay, there we go. So hey, Travis, hey. um, why do dads bring extra pairs of socks to the golf course? Ooh, tell me why. In case they get a hole in one. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Classic. How stupid we didn't play that. That is awesome. You've been like, in Mexico all week. I haven't talked yes. to you for a week. I normally talk to you like three times a week. I hadn't talked to you in a week. You guys do a show that, together, I couldn't I can't believe that. That's oh, the greatest that's thing so ever. Funny. Well, so much for having three uh, dad jokes of uh, the week wait, this time I gotta, around. Travis, I got a spare. Oh, what do you I got, Trav? All right, bring it. What do you got? Uh, why is it so cheap to uh, throw a party at a haunted house? Oh, I don't know. Because yeah. mm, the ghosts bring all the booze. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm into this. All right. Halloween <laughs> theme. See, well, right? this is going to come out a little Gosh, late, yeah. but this is still Spooky perfect. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Spooky edition. Yeah. What was? You, did you said you had a second one? What was the round two? Since apparently, <laughs> Derek and I had the same joke. Do did you have? Do you have, need to say it again? Well, the Twix one. You, yeah. Oh, the Twix joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, I missed oh. it. That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Um, we. Uh, I remember my first podcast. Yeah, right? (laughs) Good Lord. Well, um, Travis, we really appreciate you coming out, man. Um, You're a big part of the reason why we did this. And then also you provided a lot of input while we were trying to plan this whole thing. So we were very excited to have you on as a guest. Um, Thank you for telling us to remember uh, copyright laws um, Mm. when we were originally (laughs) trying to call this thing a total dad move. Um, We appreciate you. So um, anybody else have anything to add that we didn't talk about while we're still 
on the air? I don't think so. I don't think we hit it all. Trav, anything you want to say before we go? Anything you want to plug before we go? No, no. Uh, Just uh, appreciate all you good dads out there. Yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah, thanks for having just, me on, guys. Hey, you know what? Both. We call ourselves the decent dads because we're just okay. Well, we're not good yet, but hey, you know what? We're trying to get to good dads. We're getting there. So getting we're getting there. there. Back to um, so all you folks out there on the internet, please um, seek us out on all the social media channels. Like, share, subscribe. Check out all of our uh, both YouTube and Spotify side of things. And uh, thanks so much. Uh, hey, way to go, good dad. Decent dad. Way to go, decent, decent dad. dad. Way to go, decent right, dads. Yeah, yeah. Nice that. job. So uh, thanks very much. See you all next time. Thanks. Maybe that is how we had that going last time. Just because there's a little bit of a tight squeeze in here. Yeah. So when we get that first big sponsorship, we'll, we'll get a new yeah, table. Yeah, we'll get a bigger table when the yeah. sponsor, sponsorship money comes in. <laughs> All right. The Mid-Missouri Bank uh, Podcast Studio. Right, right. It's going to be a couple years. Yankee so. Podcast Basement. Um, sponsored by Mother's Brewing Companies. Please, please, Mother's. Mm-hmm.